your source for cruise news and planning. From Royal to Disney, this is Rope Drop on Deck. Welcome aboard to another Rope Drop on Deck. I am Doug McKnight here with Michelle McKnight. Michelle, we're getting the kids ready to go back to school. Yeah, it's kind of, you know, I don't know, bittersweet. It's always bittersweet. More sweet than bitter, though. Usually. You're not home with them all the time. I'm not. Which... I enjoy having them home. I remember when they were littler, you were more ready to get rid of them. I was, yes. When they were, yes. you know, back at the ages where people like, oh, they're so cute. Don't you miss having six-year-olds? No. No, I do not. I do now that they're grown. I miss, no. They didn't talk back as much. Facts. <laughs> that is 100% the truth. All right. So today we have a heck of a show. We have a trip report from the Disney Fantasy Eastern Caribbean, correct? The one we wanted to go on. But we changed our dates due to Driver's Ed, and then Driver's Ed changed their dates, and we still missed Driver's Ed anyway. But we still had a great cruise, so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anywho, let's get on with the show. We're going to start with an Apple Podcast review. Leave a five-star review, and we will read it on air, and I will butcher your name most likely. Yep. Sorry. Yeah. Today, I'm not going to butcher the name, though. I think I can get it. All right. Great info, great people, five stars. I really like that title, Michelle. Yeah. I call this great people. We are. <laughs> Sometimes. All right. And it's by WDW Ohio. That's a pretty easy one. I got it. Doug and Michelle are not only knowledgeable and fun to listen to, but they are genuine in their delivery of information. I appreciate them sharing their anecdotal experiences and the way that they weave it into the subject matter. Yeah. yeah that's pretty good. Thank you. We, we try to weave in the stories. <laughs> it's only on accident. No, it's it's to, it's on purpose. Right. I do it on purpose. It's all about the weaving of the personal stories to make it more personal. Okay. Sure. You can't. They're not all planned. Everyone can see her reactions to me. That's the real. Yeah. Yeah. We should put this on video. No. Anywho. Nobody needs to see that. Thank you. Walt Disney World, Ohio. Yeah. That sounds like a great park. Someone else needs to type genuine in their review so that Doug has to read it again because genuine, I don't know. I'm sure people pronounce it like that, but it's not how I pronounce it. So what did I say? Genuine. Did I? Yeah. It's like a long I. You know, we're going to the county fair tomorrow where there's swine. I don't know. Genuine swine. I I not Anywho. Does Nebraska make things out of butter? No, that is our guest speaking. Can we introduce our guest? No, Nebraska is cooler than Iowa, and we don't need to sculpt butter. Sorry, Lauren and other Iowans listening. There's who else might be out there? Oh, there's too many to too many to to bother all our yeah. Iowa friends. I'm joking, sort of. Anyway, Michelle, would you like to introduce? our guest. Sure. So we have a great guest. Sarah Tolch is fresh off the fantasy. Um, just this week, she um, disembarked the fantasy. Um, so she's going to tell us about her experience on an Eastern Caribbean itinerary. Yeah. So welcome to the show. Thanks. Glad to be here. Awesome. So before we get to your trip report and all that fun stuff, we're going to do our word of the day. So Michelle, the word of the day is windward. And that is one word, by the way. It is. It is. You're right. Mm-hmm. You're right. Yeah, one word. So I don't know. One word is like an island. It's not necessarily. That's involved in cruising. Islands are important. Sarah, islands are important in cruising, correct? Super important. There. You it's have not it. It's part of a ship. It, We've always I, been parts of a it's ship. It's a nautical term. Okay. All right. 
So windward is the side or direction from which the wind is blowing. Okay, say that. Who defined it that way? Webster. So that's the direction it is blowing. The, so the windward side of the island would be the side the wind is hitting. It's from which it's blowing. From which it's blowing. What, <laughs> this is Shakespearean <laughs> definitions about. Does that sound accurate to you, Sarah? Is that? You I mean, I think science? it means. I think it means if like the if you have an eastern wind, the east side of the island is the windward Hitting, side. Hit by the wind. The side hit by the wind. Why not just say it that way? So the simple I, minds. I read what like Webster says. Can, okay. And I don't do science. Are you a science teacher, Sarah? I am. Yes. You did science flashcards in college. Very, I, very questionable. Yeah. I'm a business person. <laughs> yeah. Half the time I had to guess what word is she trying to say for me to define? Yeah. So. All right. <laughs> that is the word of the day. Everyone's favorite part. But we'll move on anyways. All right, next. The cruise news brought to you by backtothemouse.com. Please check out backtothemouse.com for the latest in cruise cabin photos, including some from a certain West or Eastern Caribbean cruise that someone was just on. I saw your photos were up there, right, Sarah? Yes, my room and my dad's room. How about that? Joe is quick. <laughs> All right. Fast. So on to the news. The first news is very concerning. I think this might be the biggest news we've covered, Michelle. <laughs> Royal, it's concerning. Actually, I eat a lot more pizza than you. Royal Caribbean sent out a survey after people got off the ship asking whether or not, this is the first question, guests would be willing to eat at Sorrento's Pizza if a fee were added. So those that have not cruised Royal Caribbean, Sorrento's is the free pizza, grab it whenever, right? Second question. Asked whether or not a charge for the pizza would impact travelers' plans to cruise Royal Caribbean overall. Yes. Yeah, that's all. Pizza yes. needs to be free. There needs to be some kind of free pizza on a cruise. Sarah, I can't. I can't fathom cruising without free pizza. <laughs> yeah. I hope everyone that got this survey was like, "Yeah, I'm done with Royal Caribbean, you money grubbers." <laughs> Like, you just can't. You can't yeah. take away free pizza on a cruise ship. It's no longer a cruise ship. No, and this you can like, get one piece if yeah. you need a snack. If you're feeding your child, you can get a whole pizza. I mean. Pre-dinner. Yeah. And it's right by the bars usually on Royal. Yeah. So, yeah, like, that's... people eat it after they've drank it. Dr- have dr- Had a, a lot few. of drinks. Yeah. That's Had a few way. beverages. Yeah. You know, maybe a charge after midnight. I don't know. No. Okay. I'm just throwing that's options especially out there. when you don't need yeah, that's it. That's when you need it. That's when that's people will be like, ah, I don't care. Put it on my <laughs> shipboard account. No. Right? No. They, they could catch you then. Yeah. Maybe they'll just charge for specialty pizzas. Now, on to the next news. More serious. More serious news. Yeah, this one's not fun news. Princess Cruise Line is changing port visits in Hawaii due to wildfires. So. Unless you live under a rock, which I kind of did. I Yep, there's a wildfire in Hawaii, and it is bad, very bad. And so the um, there was a ship that was supposed to go to the town that basically was burnt away in Maui, and they're now going to Kona. And so there is this is going to impact future cruises, because the next ship is due to go there on September 30th. So... Obviously not a huge cruise port, but it is impacting the cruise industry and hopefully things will get recovered. I don't know. 
Yeah. Yeah. Norwegian has also switched their itineraries as well, because obviously it's a, they want to give Maui the space to recover. Right. They've added more time in Hilo. Yeah. And going nearby isn't even a great option because you're going to decrease infrastructure type, you know, resources and things like that. So, yeah. So we're all thinking about the community in Hawaii and hopefully they can recover and rebuild. Next news item. We'll move on. The Norwegian Via joins the fleet. I feel like we talk about this every week, right? Norwegian Viva. And I get There's corrected another v in it. every every week. Viva. Yes. All right. So it is doing a four-night preview sailing from Venice. It departed on August 10th. And it's headed to Rome with stops along the way. And then from there, it's taking nine nights to get to Libsyn. So there you go. And then eventually... It heads over to San Juan for the winter, where we'll do Southern Caribbean. And then after the winter, it goes back to Europe. So it's not really ever coming to the U.S. I had some well, it client, is, technically. I had some clients that booked it right away when this, when their summer itineraries for 2024 were, were released. And they are not happy because they got moved to the breakaway. So and, but they still, still had Europe, a great right? cruise. Yeah. Oh, because but, it got delayed. Yeah, it got delayed. So they were yeah. a couple weeks ago. So unfortunately, they didn't get on the brand new ship, but they still had a great cruise. So yeah, but uh, it's it's going to stay in Europe, then go to San Juan, and then go back to Europe. It's the second in the Prima class. So, Sarah, any interest in this Norwegian ship? I mean, I you know, as as my daughter gets older, I sometimes think maybe we should check something out other than Disney. But gosh, Disney's so comfortable. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes. All right. Well, here's, here's another option as she gets older. We're going to talk about Royal Caribbean in the next news item. Up, Up and Away is closed for maintenance. So Up, Up and Away is the big hot air balloon at Perfect Day at Coco Cay. And people receive some emails saying their excursion is canceled. Trip ruined. They got a full refund. Uh, if you booked it with onboard credit, you got your credit back. So it is closed from what looks like mid-August through at least late October. So maintenance on the balloon, which I suppose is better than finding out you just went on a balloon that needed maintenance. Yeah. Facts. Yeah. Yeah. No other commentary there, right? No. Okay. All right, well, let's get on to the trip report. So, Sarah, let's start with you just giving the listeners a little bit of your cruising background. Sure. So um, I went on my first cruise when I was in like sixth grade. We went on Carnival and we slept in an inside stateroom that probably has been converted to a crew room based on what I've seen on YouTube. (laughs) I mean, it had four bunk beds. So four single bunk beds for my parents, my brother and I. Um, You know, I remember the shower was basically like in the sink i mean like it was, it was like it was so tiny um so so anyway so i did that when i was in middle school and then i didn't cruise again until i was an adult i don't know why <laughs> i don't know <laughs> um, but uh for my parents 50th anniversary in 2015 we went on the dream and um it has just been this awesome vacation for us. I mean, we've done, we do multi-generational cruising most of the time. Um, and, uh, we've had family friends come with us. Um, it's just been, it's been incredible. Um, so this was our 14th Disney cruise. Um, so 
So I don't think I'm I don't think I'm out of sort of platinum category yet, but not quite you're su- almost not super quite. platinum. Yeah. One more, you're super <laughs> one, platinum. One more, according to the 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 DCL dude, he's the official keeper yes. of the legend nomenclature. Almost <laughs> so, super platinum. Yeah. Yes. So um, we've done all five ships. Um, lots of different itineraries: Alaska, the Med, uh, Panama Canal. Um, but it's just, you know, Michelle once talked about why she loves cruising and I totally identified with what she said. I mean, it is as a, as a busy mom, um, who works and, and does all the mom stuff and kid transporting and everything else. It's, it's really nice to just get on a ship and know that somebody else is taking care of you. Yes. Yes. For this cruise, why did you pick the fantasy and this itinerary? Um, so it had been a while since we'd been on the fantasy, I think since, uh, maybe 2019. So we had been, it's been a while since we'd been on the fantasy. Um, but the biggest reason was that it went to San Juan. Um, so this was an Eastern itinerary, but it was a, not their normal Eastern itinerary. So it went to St. Martin and San Juan and Castaway um, instead of, I guess it usually goes to Tortola. And, yeah. Yeah. So. so what about San Juan was the driver in that decision? I've just wanted to go for a long time. I mean, you know, it's a, it's a U.S. territory. There's mm-hmm. tons of history. There's ton, There's a big rainforest there. Um, you know, I just, it was a place I had really, really wanted to travel and, and see and experience. And um, sure, it's easy to fly there, but getting there on a cruise ship is way more fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So much more leg room. Yeah. <laughs> So who went on this cruise with you? So um, in one cabin, um, it was my 11-year-old daughter and me. And then in the other cabin was my dad. Nice. All the generations. Yes. And we had um, connecting uh, veranda cabins. um, So we were able to go to connect both through the verandas and through the inside door. That's super nice. Now, I just have to ask because my father-in-law mm-hmm. is special, uh-huh. but does your dad go through on the veranda and knock on the window ever? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yes. it's just <laughs> a generation thing. They'd be great pals. Yeah, we should <laughs> sail yes. together. Exactly. Well, Put them he, next to each other. They can knock on each other's <laughs> veranda door. Mm-hmm. Well, he did it one time and luckily the shears were still closed, but Amelia was getting dressed and, you know, she's 11 now and she yes. was horrified. <laughs> I bet. Yes. And was he like, well, the door was closed. <laughs> so I think pretty sure that's what my father said. Well, yeah. well the, the connecting door was closed. Well, we he could have knocked on that too. Exactly. He reassured her that the shear was closed and, ev- and everything was fine, but he was willing to have the privacy conversation at dinner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, grandpa. Uh, <laughs> that's good. So how was, how was embarking in Port Canaveral? So it was super smooth. Um, so we rented a car and drove. Um, we spent the night um, sort of in Disney World area the night before um, and then drove down to Port Canaveral in the morning. Um, we went ahead and arrived at our port arrival time like we're supposed to. <laughs> um, for you. Yes. Such a good person. I know. And, Where did you um, park or did you return the rental car? At no, the we parked at the we parked at the port in the port. Okay. Parking. It's just so easy. It, you know? it is. It's yeah. so easy. And I mean, the Disney transfers have gotten so expensive. And 
um, you know, private transfers, it's always like scheduling and trying to figure out what time to have them pick you up. And yeah. It's just easy. <laughs> it is. So, Did you get a good port arrival time or group? So <laughs> those are two different questions these days. Yep. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, so yeah, we, um, I mean, I was online right at midnight on Platinum Day um, and we got an 11, we got the earliest port arrival time that they were giving to people. Um, I think that was 11. Um, And boarding group seven. So frustrating (laughs) when we should be group two. Right, exactly. Or one. I think we're booking one bus and then, because they're giving the bus people too. They're giving the bus people, they're yeah. So it seems as though, it seems as though, you know, like, you know, concierge and Pearl get one and mm-hmm. then, and then bus people are getting two through six. And I get, I've heard from a couple people on the smaller ships. That's a little, that's a little smaller. So um, that, that, which makes sense because there's fewer people, right. but that like on the yeah. smaller ship, Platinums will be group five and on the bigger ships, they're group seven. I just don't understand why seven. Why not two? Yeah. Why not? Why three? Like right. Okay, that's a, that's a whole other show. Yeah. Yes. Maybe that's an after show. I just show. had to ask. After show. <laughs> yeah. Anywho. All right. So yeah. so so did we get a good port arrival time? Yes. Did we get a board, good boarding group? Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, but uh, you got on the ship. What's what's your first thing you like to do when you board? So um, we typically head straight for um, straight for sit down lunch. Um, oh. The only time we've really deviated from that was on the wish where we wanted to check out the new pool deck food. Um, As you should. Yes. <laughs> so, but we had, we had straight to, to sit down, to sit down lunch. Um, uh, this time it was in animators. Um, you know, I typically have empanadas because um, that's my favorite. Yep. Mm-hmm. We haven't done sit down for a while. She's yeah. anti sit down. Yeah. I suggested yeah. it multiple times. Yeah. And then we did not. Yeah. Yeah. I enjoy yeah, it. She regrets it. Regrets. Now mm-hmm. this time though, this time though, my, my dad and my daughter went to, went straight to lunch as normal. I did a detour to guest services so that I could purchase my um, 25th anniversary speaker. Ah, uh, yes. And are you <laughs> listening to said speaker or are you selling it on eBay? <laughs> I am listening to said speaker. I came home and had to catch up on my podcasts. So I was, oh. I, I believe, I believe uh, a rope drop podcast was my first, uh, my first thing played through the speaker. <laughs> Do we sound better out of a ship? Yes. Well, especially, Ooh. and with, and with lights, you know, with mood lighting too. Ooh. Ah, we need to include more mood lighting in our shows, Michelle. That's fantastic. So now, one, one thing we didn't discuss was, you were one of the first sailings with um, the Disney bands. Yes. The Disney bands. Can you tell us like or how that email started? Said, not magic bands. Yes, you did. Yes. Unmagical bands. Yes. <laughs> so I was um, in a band once. <laughs> oh, anyway, sorry. Um, so yeah, so we were able to start using them right at check-in in the port. So um, my daughter and I had bands. My my dad didn't want to wear one, so I didn't spend the $35 on one. Yeah. I know I must show my love or something. <laughs> um, but, uh, 
Um, so instead of scanning our QR code, um, the the person who was checking us in just scanned our vans right away. Oh. Um, and so, and that worked, it worked perfectly. I mean, she just scanned our vans and saw we were there, checked our passports and on we went. Yeah. yeah. Very so nice. What was the process of linking them like? So not intuitive. Um, awesome. It, <laughs> um, so you you had to you had to link them through you had to link them through the uh, Walt Disney World app. Like there okay. was no way to link them through the DCL app until you were on the onboard Wi-Fi. That. Oh. Makes total sense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And were these so bands you, that had been used in the park as well? No, we ordered Just them straight from DCL. So they okay. were they were they were preloaded with our reservation. So, so we have park ones that we want to work Disneyland. in. Disneyland. Yeah, I know. Disneyland's a whole nother yeah. ball of wax. I'm just curious how difficult it is to use my existing one for the park on the cruise ship. Because I'm not well, buying think, a second one. I mean, theoretically, um, I believe that as long as your accounts are linked, because remember a few months ago where they made everybody like go through that account linking uh-huh. thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and anyway, I think now that all those accounts are officially linked, they should. They're supposed to update that. But yeah, yeah, we'll have to I see. Have... I have low trust with Disney IT. So <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> now, did they work to open your rooms when your rooms were ready? Yep, they did. So, so they worked. Um, so, yeah, so they worked to get us on the ship, both um, checking in with our passports and then badging onto the ship, um, and then, um, which I guess isn't really badging anymore, but you know what mm, I mean. Tapping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, so they worked for both of those, um, and then. Um, and then while we were sitting at lunch, um, the shipboard IT was going through the process of updating the online systems because at first the app, even though you could click Magic Band Plus, uh, it said, sorry, we can't help you. <laughs> it wasn't work- So it wasn't working when boarding started, but by the time we sailed away, or I guess while we were still at lunch even, so before the rooms opened, it was, it was working. Okay. All right. Do you cool. still get your room card key key mm-hmm. cards at the yes, door? Yes, you definitely. I mean, you got to turn on the power in theory, right? Like, if you don't bring an extra one, yeah. <laughs> I, yes. Right? Who doesn't do that? Right. But <laughs> yeah. leave that in the power slot. Leave your room. Oh no! My, I have I have that extra one with the magnet on the back, so I can just pull mm-hmm. it out and hang it above, and yeah. <laughs> oh, you pull it out. I just wait for my stateroom hostess to do that for me. <laughs> take it out it's nonsense moving on but anyway but yes and so that's one thing i would say is they still give you key cards and um and there are definitely times that you have to use it um Mm. so like getting on and off the ship in port um the port authority doesn't recognize the the magic bands so even if you're using magic bands on the ship you have to use your card to get on and off yeah um and then there were a couple places where um, we had to use it throughout the cruise. And, and maybe this will change, but um, in the spa, you had to use, uh, you had to use your card. Hmm. Um, I don't know, and I'm not entirely, but they, they I get, I, well, the reason was that whenever you're in the spa, they put your card in a little box um, 
I, I'm sure that has something to do with emergency procedures, right? So they're sure they have everybody, yeah, yeah. everybody out if they need to get everybody out. So, so anyway, so you were, so you needed your card at the spa and then the other place you needed your card was edge. Um, you know, they give the hmm. kids a sticker for their, um, and, and yeah. maybe that'll change, you know, they should be able to see that they're eligible. Change for- is really hard though. <laughs> Especially for Disney Cruise Line. So, you know, they should be able to see that they're eligible from scanning their band, but they were still making the kids wear their their cards to go to the club so they could see they had the sticker. Hmm. Interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing how that evolves. Well, because there were other things. (laughs) Because there were other things that evolved um, through the course of the cruise. So, um, like on the first, by the second night, if you tried to use your magic band to look at your photos, it wouldn't recognize it. But by the end of the cruise, you could tap in with it with no problem. So, I mean, I think some of, some of the stuff I think was just, you were the test group process. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You should have gotten it for complimentary. (laughs) The magic, the, I mean, the The Disney band. Yeah. The wish people did. I know Brian and Sam did originally. So. Hmm. The Disney band that just sounds like they named it what everybody calls the magic band that doesn't know it's called a magic band. It was my Disney band. <laughs> like they really went with right. the. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! Okay. Even like cruise band. I'm sure one of the other cruise lines has the cruise band. Yeah. High C band. I don't know. Anyway, that's interesting. Anyway. I hadn't heard that. Yeah, so let's good. move on. What kind of excursions did you do or port adventures on this cruise? So in St. Martin, um, uh, my daughter and I uh, took the Flying Dutchman zip line um, from the top of Mm. the mountain in St. Martin. Um, It advertises itself as the steepest zip line. Um, Go like I don't know that that's a good thing, Sarah. (laughs) And how was it? Uh, It was great. I mean, you go like 56 or 59 miles an hour, something crazy like that. (laughs) And I... I have to say the first couple breaths, like it really took my breath away. I was like, <gasps> <laughs> but, um, so, um, my daughter had spent all summer, you have to be a hundred pounds to do it. And so she had spent all summer eating pizza and protein shakes and so on, trying to, trying to hit that hundred pound mark. <laughs> and she ended up standing on the scale with her, fa- I'm sorry, with her, what do we call them now? Um, they're not fanny packs. They're anyway. fanny packs. Just call yeah, them anyway. fanny packs. <laughs> with, her fa- <laughs> with her fanny pack and her water bottle, and she was like 102 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. Way to go. Good job. Sell that water bottle. <laughs> now, so, your dad did not go with you? What did he uh, do that no. day? Uh, he, he opted for what he called the grandparents' excursion. Um, <laughs> he did... Uh, um, it was something like under two flags was what it was called. And it was basically a bus tour and they went to the Dutch side and the French side. And, you know, his goal for the day had been to, uh uh-huh. Yeah. (laughs) That was his goal was to get a shirt and a pastry. (laughs) Did he get a pastry from each country though? I believe just France. (laughs) Oh, that seems like a missed opportunity. Selling point (laughs) pastries in two countries. Exactly. Maybe a coffee in each country too. Uh, I don't know. A, a, you get a Danish and a croissant, you know. It's, yep. Yeah. Okay. So. Well, that's cool. What did you do in San Juan? 
So in San Juan, we hired a, a private guide um, to just take our family around um, for the day. And so and did you do that through DCL's private? Okay, you found no, your own. Found, does my head shake make for good audio? Yeah, <laughs> it's excellent. Thanks. Yeah, I love it. No, it's fine. <laughs> Um, um, yeah, so we booked, uh, I did, I did some research, uh, and found a company, um, and booked a private guide on our own. And it, I mean, it was incredible. We went and we spent, we spent the morning hiking in the rainforest. We were able to, you know, because we weren't following a paddle of power, we were able to get off the ship quickly and get going. So we were ahead of all the tour buses. Yeah. Yeah. Priceless right there. (laughs) Yeah. And so, um. And so we went hiking through the rainforest. I have these pictures of of my daughter, like at the top of these giant rock structures, at the top of waterfalls, and like I mean, it was amazing. And because we went so early, not only did we beat the crowds, and we beat the rain. Um, <laughs> so, um, so that was just amazing. So then we came down from the rainforest and went down to the beach. Um, and checked out the beach and had some local pasteles, um, which is sort of the, one of their traditional foods. Um, we went to the restaurant that Jose, Chef Jose Andres had had worked with when he was there after the hurricane. Um, and we ate there, and that was awesome, and hung out on the beach. Um, a coconut fell down right behind us, and so it was football shaped. So Amelia and the tour guide uh, played football with the coconut. <laughs> I mean, why not? I mean, why not? <laughs> and then, because it was eleven billion degrees, um, we did a driving tour of old, old San Juan, um, and our tour guide just knew so much of the history, and so we saw. Um, there were, there were seven forts and we saw all seven forts and he talked about how they were, um, how they were organized and how like they were set up the way they were for defensive, um, positions and talked about, he also talked about, um, the hotel areas and sort of how that's changed, um, with segregation over the years and, and things like that. So anyway, it was a super, super interesting, um, tour that we got to go on. Um, and and learn a lot about the history of the place. So. Was it with a tour company or just one certain guy that you found like on Viator? or how, how you have a shout out for them? Um, so yes, um, so he um, Narayan was his name, um, and he uh, his company is called Seeing Puerto Rico. Um, he and his wife run it, um, so they're the two guides, and so they you know they'll send out nice. two two vans a day and it's all super personalized and really cool. That's awesome. I think yeah. like private guides are just amazing because not only do you get like to go ahead of the crowds or, you know, you have that one-on-one connection, but you also get all this history that, mm-hmm. I mean, you could never learn if you read everything at the fort. Like we went to the right. fort and just walked, but yeah, we, our kids were way too little though for the history was, when we yeah. did it, but now it would be, that sounds fantastic yeah. for if that was what we did we need this to go summer. Back again. Yeah, yeah. I love the private guide aspect like we do it so much in europe and i regretted not doing it this summer on our fantasy cruise i had my reasons not to in one place and then that all backfired yeah but uh, yeah the nice thing too is like i don't know you know how tweens are when they're (laughs) when they're in a car hearing the history um the if you know they have their phone with them as well the the number of dramatic sighs are greatly reduced <laughs> yes 
Very true. Yes. Yeah. Speaking our language. Well, then, like, the guide knows their name. You know, yes. they, they find out what they're interested in. Yes. I imagine they talked about basketball at some point. Yes, yes, a ton, a ton. Right? So, um, you know, a good yeah. guide knows how to engage, and mm-hmm. that's great. So For sure. I'm glad you found a good one. And then you had Castaway as well. Yes. And... Lazy Day, Cabana, <laughs> what, where, somewhere in between. <laughs> Super Lazy Day, like amazingly Lazy Day. Like we almost didn't... not even went to Castaway. Like almost day? not even went to <laughs> Castaway Day. <laughs> um, so our ship. People just turned the show off. I know they're like, we're done with you. <laughs> well, I can't believe anything this lady has to say now. She didn't go to Castaway. Um, well, first I, of all, a let's... merit to it. Right. First of all, let's point out that um, we are we are not um, hardy sun people. We turn, we, we burn quite easily. So our beach, our beach time is going to be limited regardless. And then our ship was very, very full. You know, when we got there, it had the sign up that said, Captain Mickey says, no, no upgrades are available. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. um, So we had actually not been able to get really any time on the pool deck at all. I mean, like finding a chair, find it. I mean, like the, pools were gross and packed and you know and you and have so, to work real hard at it sometimes it's yeah it's not worth it it's not worth it so we said you know this is a great time to see how many uh rides can you get on the aqueduct um the they had great movie options up that day including moana why they would play moana on castaway day is baffling. Right. yeah <laughs> because so, they don't let us decide what to play that's correct <laughs> um so, so we hung out on the pool deck and uh, watched watched Funnel Vision and swam and ate free pizza. I'm sorry, included pizza. <laughs> Fingers crossed, yes. it stays that way. <laughs> yes, um, and just had a super a super lazy day, and it was it was fabulous. So sounds great. Yes. Now, what did you do on board? Like, what do you, what does your family like to do on board the ship? Since it wasn't the pool deck for six days. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, so we, um, you know, uh, love playing trivia. Um, that's something we've really gotten into the past couple of years is playing trivia. Um, so we did some trivia, um, both my daughter, you know, we did some family trivia and then um, my dad and I did some trivia together. Um, and the game shows, uh, she's totally into the game shows. Oh, nice. Um, <laughs> enjoy um, that while Yeah, enjoy that. In right. a couple more years, it'll probably be gone. It'll probably be gone. Yes. Those were fun cruises yeah. when they like, let's go to this family game show. Yes. And, and I've sat there the whole time thinking like, this is the corniest thing I've ever <laughs> sat through, not knowing I would miss it someday. Yeah. Yep. Ugh. Well, right now that is, right now, I, those are some highlights for me, I'll, like getting nice. to spend that time with her. So yeah, um, did you haunted, win any trivia? Yes, yeah, we won three. We won three well things. We won, won a game show oh, and yeah. two trivia's. So we we're are, not worthy. <laughs> my gosh, we did. We have not won in a while. It's granted, we kept getting beat by cheaters on the last cruise. We did. Mm. Did you have any That's cheaters true. on your cruise? We had one cheater on the twenty fifth anniversary trivia. Ooh, like, and what did they do to the cheater? We gave him the medal. Right. <laughs> yes. yeah. here's a reward for cheating yes. we saw you on your phone right yeah. yes 
Um, mm. So anyway, so so yeah, so trivia, game shows, things like that. Um, you know, pool deck on Castaway Key Day. That's, I mean, honestly, that's one of my favorite moments on a cruise is like sitting on the pool deck, having a drink, watching the movie, reading my book, you know, those types of things. Like, I just love it. Um, and then uh, dad and I went to Palo Dina, um, which was amazing. And um, we saw Haunted Mansion because it had just premiered. How do you nice. like Haunted Mansion? I have yet to see it. I feel like I'm a bad fan. It was, I mean, it was entertaining. Um, I, w- I, I guess I would not say, I wouldn't pay full price movie ticket for it. Um, okay. Midwest it was, movie ticket price. There you go. <laughs> okay. um, but it was definitely, it was definitely entertaining and fun. So okay. I heard someone, one review, I heard someone say like, it's a good intro to like scary movies. Like if your kids aren't into scary movies mm. or like scary movies kind of put them on edge. It's kind of a nice, because it's got a little bit of creepiness, a little bit of scariness, but it's not over the top. Okay. It's a certain audience. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I can handle it, hon. And I'll be watching it on (laughs) Disney+. Plus. Yeah. (laughs) If it doesn't come out on Disney+, Plus by Halloween, then if that comes out in November on Disney+, Plus, then they've totally failed. Right. Yeah. I don't really understand why they didn't release it in around Halloween time. Though I guess... Disney started Halloween today, so yeah. this is true. They think it's Halloween. Yeah, they released it, then promptly shut the attraction it's based off of, <laughs> as well. That too. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, synergy is not their thing. And did your daughter go to the? They went to Edge, right? Yes, yes. She went to she went to Edge. I mean, she just spent a little time in the clubs, but mainly Edge and mainly at night. She she said the daytime activities were not very exciting, yeah. but she did tons of stuff at night and and she likes that freedom of being able to stay out till later and frolic yeah yeah it's nice as a parent because you know that they're not going you know right they can only get into this much trouble which isn't much at all which there's like little pockets of kids that do stupid stuff yes but know your kid make sure they're not the stupid one yeah well and i was especially i felt especially confident this time i guess because like last summer when we were in alaska um, she almost exclusively went to the younger clubs and she's like, yeah, the kids in the kids in edge are mean and they make bad choices and I just don't want to mess with that. And I'm like, all right, I trust you go do your thing. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, well, that sounds like some fun onboard activities. Yes. Did you fold any towels? Oh, I did fold right? towels. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I know. You were ready for no, but I did. I did fold towels <laughs> for the first time. I was. I was ready for a no. All right. Now on to the most important topic, the dining. Yes. How was the dining? Um, you mentioned Palo. You mentioned the lunch on day one. But overall, the, the main dining rotation, the seven nights, how was it? How are your servers? All that jazz. It was great. Um, you know, I really I really thought they, I mean, the food was good. Um, we had, uh, we requested um, Ashoka for our head for our main server and um that we may have had something to do with that one yeah Yeah. (laughs) um but um and i mean it was fabulous and it was just i mean we talked about it as a family it was back to kind of pre-covid dinner experiences i mean there were crayon puzzles and math puzzles and riddles and some origami and like it just i mean 
I think I feel like their sections are bigger. I still feel like their sections are bigger than they were pre-COVID. I think so too. No, I think yeah. they're covering at least one more yeah. like, group of six or something. Yeah. Yep. Um, so I still feel like their sections are bigger, um, but um, you know that that level of service and that engaging service, I feel like, is starting to come back, which is nice. Yeah, definitely. I tell you what, our head server on Lobster Night, I. I mean, like, I, he wasn't wearing a Fitbit or anything, but, like, I think he took 10,000 steps just during dinner. Because, just cleaning <laughs> up lobsters, right? Like- right, because um, he was saying that on lobster night, they or maybe it's all nights, but not all the head servers are in the dining room. Some of them are back expoing the food. And oh, so he wow. actually had two head servers worth of tape. Yeah, uh-huh. That, that like look on your face, Doug. <laughs> I mean, it's like a, it's like a full, I mean, like it's, it's a third, at least a third of the dining room. I mean, he was, I mean, he was nonstop getting those lobsters out of their shells. It was, it was incredible. We had our back to everything. Yeah, we did. All of the the stations were behind us. Corner. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't notice him running around like that, but I imagine he did. But basically my lobster was set down, got my picture and then it was apart yeah and then i was eating it it was like yeah. give me more butter just <laughs> drizzle it in um the other thing um the other thing is when my dad and i went to palo um my daughter went to dinner alone and they and she said it was incredible they were they were expecting her they had her drink they like i mean like she said it was the first time she had done that and she thought it was the coolest thing <laughs> yeah that's all that that's, attention yeah uh-huh. and that says something too like you know you've cruised so many times that they feel comfortable doing that and yeah i don't know that's, that's like a really grown-up thing <laughs> I, I would like to head. think our kids would yeah. do that a few years ago even but i don't think they would i don't think so i think if we went to palo <laughs> dinner they'd be like i'm eating chicken strips yeah <laughs> I, I honestly believe they would chicken out or sam would yell at them until they go probably yeah it's possible they go now yeah if it was late enough in a cruise i don't know yeah. They wouldn't have done what your daughter did. That's impressive. Very so, impressive. Overall, how would you rate this cruise? Um, I would say nine out of 10. And the only reason I say nine is just how crowded it was. And part of that I know is just being spoiled from all these post-COVID cruises yeah. that weren't yeah. as full. Like yeah. our first cruise back from COVID where our dining team was just our dining team. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> just ours. Like, they yeah. just kind of hovered like, oh, we don't know what else to do other than watch you eat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, so yeah, so, I mean, and that's the only reason, I mean, and I have never seen the seas so calm. I mean, it was like glass, no motion of the ship. It was incredible. I mean, yeah. But you were in the Bermuda Triangle at times. How did that happen? I don't know. Did you learn about the Bermuda Triangle from your private guide? We did not talk about the Bermuda Triangle. We did talk about the... um, is it called this either the San Juan or the Puerto Rico trench, which is like the deepest oh. point in yeah. the ocean. And <laughs> some of the conversation was interesting. Some of the conversation is, I don't really want to think about like the, the, the various wildlife that is swimming under the boat right now, under the ship right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. Nine out of 10. Sounds good. The one cool right. thing, the one cool yep. thing I have to say that we got to see on this cruise was they brought the chandelier down in the atrium they brought it down to clean it and that i guess they do it twice a year and so we we were we were sitting down to do a trivia 
um, and the, the entertainment crew came in and he's like, the chandelier is down. And we're like, what? And so before we started tri- trivia, he goes, let's go on a field trip. So we, went on. <laughs> so we went on a field trip to see the chandelier down and they were cleaning it. They clean it with these little mini leaf blowers and oh. like all the confetti from all the parties comes flying oh. out as well as plenty of dust, of course, but it's the confetti. You can yeah. See. <laughs> That's so crazy. I would have thought they would have done that overnight, you know, like when no right. one can watch or see. So. Other than right. like our son. Yeah. The teens. Yeah. Maybe they don't do it in the middle of the night because they don't want the help of the teens. Maybe. Maybe. But no, I bet that was really cool to see. It was Unique. super cool. So anyway, so so yes, we even, our trivia class went on a field trip. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Trivia field trip. All right. <laughs> Well, sounds fantastic. I think it's time, Michelle, for something you did not do on this cruise. The virtual muster drill. You're supposed to say that and with I me. I still am not. <sighs> I'm sorry. All right. Well, it is time for the virtual muster drill. I'm glad you made it to this portion of the show. This is where you answer with your favorite thing. Michelle's going to ask you the questions and you answer. And I will just sit and judge. And that's Excellent. what he does best. <laughs> Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, here we go. All right. Favorite cruise line? DCO. (laughs) Of course. Uh, Favorite ship? Um, For a long time, it's been the Wonder. Really loved the Fantasy this time. But let's be honest, it's whichever one I'm on. (laughs) That's right. Good answer. Good answer. Uh, Favorite type of room? All right. Doug's eyes are going to glaze over. Um, A category 8A on deck (laughs) 5. On the dream and yeah. fantasy. Nobody, I know, think nobody that's knows what, what that means. Okay, well, except Michelle. Yeah, I think that's what we're in for our Chris, for our New Year's cruise. Oh, great. I'm going to have to Tell check. me what it is. An <laughs> so, 8B, H5? Is it the split layout? Yeah, so it's like a yeah. mini suite. It has like a half wall. So there, so the bed is on one side. Is it like the front it, of the ship or the aft? It's, it's, yeah. Lower? Yeah, it's a little bit forward. It's like mid Oh, but not like on the forward portion. Not like when we stayed on the aft and it was kind of a weird thing. This is like on a starboard or port side of the ship? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Then why do they mess with it? Why is it so weird? Well, it was originally supposed to be a handicapped accessible room, but then it didn't meet the... Well, I think it didn't, I think it didn't meet like the minimum requirements. And so it became a regular, that was me. That's a better explanation than me. <laughs> it wasn't good enough. Michelle's going to fire me. Oh, oh dear. Oh. Anyway, no, that there's is, like that a half wall. There's like a half wall and there's a bed on one side of the wall and the couch on the other side of the wall and two TVs Ooh. and giant porthole windows. Do we have two of those? We do. We have to pay the bill yet, so maybe not. But <laughs> right now we have two. When is that due? Oh, don't Soon. tell me. Don't Soon. tell me. Anyway, okay. they're monstrous. Okay. They're so big and they're great. And they don't sleep a family of five. And so that's why we didn't do it like starting out. So, yeah. okay. Yeah. So, okay. Big room sleeps four. That tracks for sleeps cruise three. industry. It actually yeah. only sleeps three. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, favorite onboard activity. Um, so my absolute favorite is sitting on the pool deck with a drink and my book and funnel vision, just enjoying in, in like being on a cruise, you know, I mean, I can read, I can watch a movie, I can people watch all of it. So that's awesome. Uh, favorite port you visited, not on um, this cruise, but anytime. 
that's really hard. <laughs> we all uh, ask the hard questions. I know. Um, maybe Skagway, maybe Key West, maybe Chivatavecchia. Not for Chivatavecchia, but for Rome. Totally. Uh-huh. For yeah. yeah. Definitely the port. <laughs> Highlight. Yeah. Okay. And San Juan. San Juan was amazing. So. All right. Favorite on board. Nope. Sorry. Favorite show on board. I'm losing it. Um, it's also my writing. So. Um, I guess Beauty and the Beast, I think, is the one I enjoy the most. It's from The Dream, correct? Yes. Yep. We didn't even talk about the shows. I'm just guessing they were fantastic. Uh, well, so we went to we went to Aladdin, and they had updated it, and it was hilarious. Um, and then mm-hmm. they had um, John Armstrong is a magician um, who we have seen several times before, and continues to be amazing, and has updated his we show. Don't, we don't and get then, the magicians that are amazing and update their shows. And then we had Coney Island Chris. So I'm sorry, we had him. His, it was fine, but I will tell you, he ran a juggling class, and that was great. And, like, uh, at the end of 30 minutes, we could juggle. See, when our kids were tweens and younger, we went to things like we the did. juggling class. Yeah. Now they're like, oh, my gosh, no, help me. Yeah, and the juggling class was after the regular show with him, and we were like, no, thank you. So, yeah, the, yeah, the girls were like, oh, my gosh, no. So Okay, favorite short excursion. I'm going backwards, sorry. That's all right. Um, our, our favorite excursions have always been the ones where we have like a private guide to spend the day with. You know, we tell them what we're interested in and we've just, we've never had a bad experience. Yeah. Those are our favorite too. Favorite cruise you have taken? Um, our first trip to Alaska. So that was in 2017. Um, it was just, it was my, it was our first time ever going to Alaska and it was just, it was incredible. I don't, I mean, took, took our breath away us too yeah 2017 good year favorite snack on a ship um well i mean i could say the mango ice cream that they served every single day on the pool deck (laughs) every day (laughs) my gosh disney fantasy (laughs) (sighs) every day um I mean, if I'm really being honest, it's not exciting, but I love the fruit. I love being able to get it, which, which is a sad thing on the wish because they don't have anywhere to get fresh fruit. No, yeah. they need to fix that. They do or need cookies. to fix that. Um, <laughs> or fruit. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> but, um, but their fruit, I mean, like they, I mean, it is the best. I mean, the watermelon and the pineapple. And I mean, I think my daughter ate three cantaloupes over the course of the trip. She was, every time I turned around, she had a bowl of cantaloupe. (laughs) So, yep. The fresh fruit is the way to go for us. Okay. Favorite onboard drink. So sitting by the pool, it's the Bon Voyage. It's half um, pina colada, half strawberry daiquiri. In Palo, it's the balsamic grand. So it's a strawberry drink with some aged balsamic vinegar in it. It's amazing. And then on Castaway, there's a drink they make on Castaway that they don't even serve on the ship called the Comp Cooler that I really love. So I feel uneducated about drinks. You just I think we need to sail together thing. so you can tell me what I should drink. You <laughs> just order uh, like a margarita. And you, or a strawberry daiquiri. That's all she does. As long as I want tequila or rum. I have had multiple drinks of the day. I'm going to need to cruise with Sarah. Okay, last one. But what's your bucket list cruise? Um, so 
I would I would love to do that Hawaii to Australia and then stay on and do mm-hmm. and explore Australia. That sounds that would like be awesome. Great. Yeah. All right. And that concludes this virtual mustard drill. Yeah, I think that took a lot longer than an actual virtual mustard drill. Well, we we sidebarred a few times. (laughs) But still faster than a real mustard drill. Oh, yeah. By all my mustard drills. All right, Sarah, well, thank you so much for sharing your story. And why don't you take a minute to tell everyone where they can find you on social media? So um, I am mostly, I do, I post most of my cruise stuff uh, on X. X. Seems, seems, like, seems like what is this X? And I was like, oh, that's Twitter. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and it's S T O L C H three one four. So that's me. All right. Well, thank you so much yeah, for thank joining you so much. us. Yeah. Um, if you're looking to find us on social media, we are on all the things at Rope Drop on Deck, except we're still not on TikTok. No, I don't see it happening anytime <laughs> I don't either. soon. Maybe 2024. We're on Threads. We're on X. We're on Twitter. Because Michelle has X. I still have Twitter. I refuse to update my app. I didn't mean to. It just did it. You have auto updates on like a yeah. fool. Like a fool. Nobody auto updates. I auto update. <laughs> you have to as a mom. So it's time to actually update things. But what if you update and it's not ready to roll and then you're beta testing it for free for them? Yeah, but okay, then all the, all the team snaps and the bands stop sending you the messages. Yes. And then how do you get the game schedules? I, I don't know. Right? I just asked Michelle. I had a group me that came through and I was like, wait, what? I have group me? It's because I updated my apps. Okay. Well, yeah. anywho. <laughs> <laughs> I already did the social media part. All yes. right. Well, we'll put Sarah's social media stuff in the show notes. So uh, thanks for listening, everyone. If you made it to this point, for Sarah and Michelle, I'm Doug. This has been another Rope Drop on Deck.